Hi, and welcome to our North Site uh, podcast and videos and teaching for this week. Um, this week, we just are going to wrap up our series on the summer of soul care. And I've been really wrestling with what is it that we need to hear from the Lord uh, today as we just think about um, soul care, about these spiritual practices that we have been uh, working on over the summer. But also then, what what is it that God would say to us in our hearts? Um, what is it that we are supposed to do? What is the purpose of all of these disciplines? Um, and so this scripture that has just uh, been sitting with me for the last uh, few weeks um, comes from Micah 6 verse 8. It says, He has told you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. As I've been thinking about this verse and in light of another um, shooting of a, of a black man in the States and this awareness of the racial injustice that we are um, living in and complicit in and part of, uh, and I've just been wondering, like, how do our spiritual disciplines and in this call to justice um, shape us? And so one of the things that I've just been realizing as I'm reading Micah is, is first of it, part, just an observation is that this call to love kindness, um, that this is a fruit of the spirit that the spirit gives us to to love kindness uh, or to, to love kindness in Micah, but then in, in Galatians we're told um, that one of the fruit of the Spirit working in us is that we become kind people. I think that what I want to say is that any of these spiritual practices that we've been talking about, fasting, uh, listening prayer, scripture reading, Lectio Divina, silence, solitude, any of these things, what they are supposed to be doing in us is forming us in, as people into the way of the fruit of the Spirit, right? Forming us in the way of Jesus, so that we would become people who love kindness, people who are more kind than we were before. If our silence and solitude is not making us a more kind, kind person, if our reading of scripture doesn't make us kind like Jesus, then, then we are being malformed, that there is something broken then in our spiritual discipline, that we are not focused upon Jesus and the spirit of God working in us. We're focused on ourselves or something else within our society that is shaping us and forming us. And so any spiritual practice that is that is centered on Jesus should be leading us to be a more uh, kind person, a more patient person, a more loving person, and and those those that formation of who we are is is part of what we want to pursue as we are practicing these spiritual disciplines. Um, but then on Micah six eight, he also says that what does the Lord require, but also to do justice. This is where the the um, the spiritual practice and the the activism of our faith uh, need to come together. That our 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 time with Jesus, our soul care in these practices, needs to move us into a love of justice, into action, into um, following Jesus. And so, uh, just consider with me Isaiah uh, fifty-eight verses one to twelve. It says, "Shout loudly! Don't hold back!" Raise your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their crime, to the house of Jacob their sins. They seek me day after day. 
desiring knowledge of my ways, like a nation that acted righteously, that didn't abandon their God. They ask me for righteous judgments, wanting to be close to God. Why do we fast and don't see you? Why afflict ourselves and you don't notice? Yet on your fast day, you do whatever you want. You oppress all your workers. You quarrel and brawl when you fast. You hit each other violently with your fists. You shouldn't fast as you are doing today if you want to make your voice heard high, voice heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I choose? Is this the kind of fast I choose? A day of self-affliction, of bending one's head like a reed, of lying down in mourning clothes and ashes? Is this what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Isn't this the fast I choose? Releasing wicked restraints, untying the ropes of a yoke, setting free the mistreated and breaking every yoke. Isn't it sharing your bread with the hungry and bringing the homeless poor into your house, covering the naked when you see them and not hiding from your own family? Then your light will break out like the dawn and you will be healed quickly. Your own righteousness will walk before you and the Lord's glory will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and God will say, I'm here. If you remove the yoke from among you, the finger pointing, the wicked speech, if you open your heart to, to the hungry and provide abundantly for those who are afflicted, your light will shine in the darkness and your gloom will be like the noon. The Lord will guide you continually and provide for you even in parched places. He will rescue your bones. You will be like a watered garden like a spring of water that won't dry, run dry. They will rebuild ancient ruins on your account and the foundations of generations past you will restore. You will be called mender of broken walls, restorer of livable streets. So the people of Israel have these fasts and they're, they're doing all the right spiritual practices. And yet there is a fundamental piece missing in their action, in their um, worship and spiritual practice. I, I've mentioned this book a few times. It's called Practices of Love, Spiritual Disciplines for the Life of the World by Kyle David Bennett. Yeah, he talks about this passage and he says that many of us have been taught that spiritual disciplines are means for fostering spiritual growth and helping us grow in our knowledge and faith in Jesus Christ. We have been taught to see these practices as ways of experiencing our risen Lord and knowing him on a deeper level. We have practiced them to understand, know, and experience him. And maybe some good things have come from this. But like the ancient Israelites, maybe quite a few of us were oblivious to the fact that along the way we opp oppressed a neighbor or two or a hundred. We sought God and delighted in his ways yet served our own interests. We fasted and drew near to God, but oppressed those around, beside, and below us. We humbled ourselves, but bickered and fought with strangers. We abstained from food, but we didn't share it with the poor or those in need. We resisted consumerism, but walked past the homeless man with holes in his coat. We sought God, but forsook our neighbor. We pursued God, but persecuted others. Our worship became a vehicle for wickedness and our spiritual formation became a catalyst for selfish practice. And so there's this real danger 
for us in practicing our spiritual disciplines in practicing soul care if we then neglect the other the more important the justice the calling of god to care for and love our neighbor so um, bennett writes that this emphasis on spiritual growth and intimacy with god is only one part of the whole these dis disciplines are not primarily or exclusively practiced for intellectual good that they offer us as individuals, uh, they're, they are meant to be practiced for the other. They are meant to remind us to put us into the this position in which we are moved to justice. And so, just consider again Isaiah fifty-eight, like this call that G, um, from God to them. He says, like, look, the fast that I choose is not laying your head down, is not mourning, it's not just putting on ashes. Like that's not what the point is. The fast that God wants is that you release the wicked restraints, untying the ropes of a yoke, setting free the mistreated, and breaking every yoke. It's sharing your bread with the hunger and bringing the homeless poor into your house which is like just consider how radical that is how difficult that is for many of us who who maybe not even are aware of the poor around us like we live um, isolated uh, lives with people who look like us who are in the same class as us and 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 yet there's this call from God to us to to live differently and be different How are we going to obey God? That's the question I've been wrestling with. What does this summer of soul care, um, how is that shaping us to love justice, to pursue justice, to, to love kindness? How, how do we as a church acknowledge the sin of our past that is has fed into um racism and sexism and classism uh the, these things that are growing up and fed within our church that are sinful i i just uh i've been meditating on the the sermon on the mount for the last uh month or so now and uh Jesus has this line in, in Matthew 5, 6. He says, Blessed are people who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Or we could say, Blessed are people who are hungry and thirsty for justice because they will be fed until they are full. Blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for justice because they will be fed until they are full. So, so much of our, our desire around spiritual disciplines is to be filled. We want more of the presence of God. We want God to fill us. We want God to meet with us. We want to be aware of the presence of God with us. And, and these are good things. These are, this is an important part of our walk with God, that we want to be in the presence of God. We want to be aware of the presence of God. We want to hear the Spirit talking to us and moving around us and in us and, and all of these things. And yet Jesus also says, not blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for my presence but he says blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for justice for the righteousness for for the kingdom of god on earth as it is in heaven and when we pursue this 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 call of god to love of neighbor we will discover also love of god 
they're two things that are just so deeply entwined that we cannot separate them. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And the second is equally important, to love your neighbor as yourself. Any pursuit of God, uh, any pursuit of a summer of soul care that doesn't also lead us into the pursuit and love of neighbor is malformed. It is twisted. It is incomplete. And so um, in, in this, this fall, we, we want to start a new series um, and we want to talk about what is the nature of the church and what what. How does race and racism and, and these things that uh, are so devastating and broken within our world in this cultural moment that we're, um, that for those of us who are white, we are becoming aware of, but for our indigenous and black brothers and sisters, they have known this for 500 years. Um, so what does, what does it mean to be the church in light of that and in light of God's call to justice? That's where we want to begin to talk about. And as we're wrapping up this summer of soul care, I just felt like there was this, this call to each of us in this moment right now to remember that not only, not only are we called to pursue the summer of soul care for our own souls, but that that soul care, that meeting with God in silence and solitude and listening prayer and Lectio Divina and um, fasting and, and, and all of these things, those are all now meant to move us as into people of action, following the crucified Jesus into the world, into the margins, listening and being people uh, who do what the Lord has required of us, that we would do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. Um, so I just hope that as, as together as a congregation, we can become more and more like that. That together we will um, be able to move from, from ideas about God, ideas about justice, to being people who live justly. To be people who uh, are able to show kindness to one another as we do this. And so these are just a few of the thoughts that I had and wanted to leave us with today. Um, so may you go and do justice. May you love kindness. May you walk humbly with your God. Grace and peace from Jesus to you. Amen. <laughs>